0: So I'm thinking my best plan is to stage some sort of coup to get rid of Jordan and take over the show as my own. Oh, hey, uh, hi, I didn't see you there, you know, um, because it's an audio medium. I'm Jarvis, host of Sad Boys, a comedy podcast about feelings. and. I just wanted to let you know that this episode is the first ever video episode of Sad Boys. We've started a brand new YouTube channel and you can find us over there at youtube.com sadboyspod. So if you wanna hear us and see us as we record the show and get some sweet visual bonus content that doesn't make it to the audio version, definitely check that out. We'll still post every episode right here in the Sad Boys feed, but there are bound to be more video episodes in the future. So please subscribe over there for video fun times. Again, that's youtube.com slash sadboyspod. Anyway, on with our episode on self-esteem. Now that I think about it, I'm a little... How was that intro? Was it too much? Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things also. I'm Jarvis. And I'm Jordan, live and here and real. So we are talking about self-esteem today,
1: but we are also recording this on video for the very first time. We are talking about self-esteem, and you can see the self-esteem on our faces.
0: Yeah, Ooh. so uh, we don't know what we're doing here. We don't know whether or not we should look at each other or look at the camera. I'm going to
1: assume each other. I'm thinking we should both just close our eyes. Okay. We close our eyes. We sit. We maybe don't even talk. Today, Jordan, we're talking about self-esteem. Why, why are we doing that? Oh, great question. Well, the reason we're talking about self-esteem is because it is an interesting area to mine for yes. for comedy. And also for insight and thoughts and emotion. Which is kind of the show. Which is kind of the whole thing. Yeah. It's actually kind of weird that we haven't done self-esteem before. Yeah, I know. I've had
0: so many problems with my confidence and self-esteem <laughs> growing up. Plus, it's the undertone to like five
1: episodes minimum. Yeah,
0: we do. We do mention it a lot. So uh, I think it's important to notice for the people who are listening to the audio version of the podcast that we both have our Phil's coffee yep, for the we day. Do. Second of the day for me. First for you. Uh, first for me, this is my 825 pickup. I got up a little bit late today.
1: This is probably the closest thing we have to an actual distinction between our personalities. Yeah, We have different accents, and then also we get different fills orders. Everything else is pretty much aligned. Right, right, it's true. Pretty significantly different. I, I nabbed myself my classic, largest amble treat, light honey with creamy almond milk, made by Tanner. Thanks, Tanner. So mine is the uh, small Colombian dark decaf with uh, light honey and medium cream. So, if you want to maybe order one of those to our apartment where we live together in this fiction, in this fiction, um, uh, this is my apartment. In case anybody was wondering. Oh yeah,
0: Jordan's apartment. It's got it's got like a nice uh, a nice backdrop. I you know what I think we need. Of oh my god, I knew something was wrong.
1: Oh look at that!
0: Uh, I got our I got our sad boy sign. So Jordan, S- hi. Let's let's talk about our week. That's what we
1: do right now. Uh, yeah, usually I suppose. So, Jarvis. Because this is a video essay. A video essay because this is this a video, is a video
0: essay. essay. Hi, I'm the uh, nerd writer. And here today is, I'm is an talk unmitigated about...
1: opinion that because I say it quickly, I don't really have to research anything. Right. <laughs> this is a video essay.
0: Yeah, I'm going to show some unrelated B-roll <laughs> so that your brain zones out and just focuses on a thing you already like to but... confirm your beliefs that you already hold.
1: Don't worry, I am going to say it slowly. Therefore, I'm probably right. <laughs> or
0: I'm going to explain something so simple <laughs> that I can't possibly be wrong. Do you
1: know that every Marvel? movie has like a superhero in it is not that interesting (laughs) it's really
0: interesting how like the inclusion of superheroes in Marvel movies has had a big uh influence on
1: the fact that they're superhero movies yeah (laughs) if you really think about it which I have because again video essayist uh you'll notice that no I wanted to say because we're on video live and in charge today um live and kicking that I can demonstrate in person what it looks like when you sing the theme to my special segment. Oh right. Which you do every episode, which and I I'm so every... excited for people to see. Yeah. I've received a lot of tweets about it. Get this on camera. Get this locked down. Right. Uh, how does it go? Um... <laughs> it's Jordan's bizarre, challenging, and/or emotionally strenuous social interaction of the week. It was probably pretty embarrassing, so please don't make
2: fun of him for it.
0: I was thinking I would just put in the. Uh,
1: Put the audio
0: in over my mouth
1: Talking right now Um, Everything else cuts out Yeah, Kind of harshly like it's super compressed And clearly recorded in a different environment
0: It's Jordan's awkward And completely vexing socially Awkward fuck I don't remember the title of this
1: Oh, I, that's so embarrassing for you. Yeah. If I couldn't remember the title to this segment, I would yeah. be so embarrassed. The
0: acronym is like seven letters long.
1: <laughs> I, of course, can remember it. I'm not going to say it right now because yeah. we don't have time. Again, you know, we're busy. We're, we're recording live. I don't have time to say it. Yeah. But I would if we had time to say it. Right. Because you, you
0: totally remember and it. It's so there's easy. no point in, yeah. Why you even following that point? Yeah. Here, yeah,
1: I'll say it now. It's Jordan's And then you can just, when you do the, the mm-hmm. other sound cut, right. just pull that in, place it. I'll just do it. Like got that. it and then they'll yeah, see no, yeah you know, i totally it editing that in and you're cutting this out mm-hmm. okay. yeah totally great. so how was your week jordan uh it was great my awkward and or embarrassing so-and-so moment over the last week was not it didn't happen the last week it's gonna happen right now oh shit because i am going to <laughs> eat a big slice of humble pie right in front of you Giles. oh no because, um, you know me, I'm pretty much on top of all of the trends, and I stay current with popular culture, and right. I see all of the shows when they come you're out on the, You're on the bleeding edge. You're I good skateboarding. I know all the good stuff. <laughs> uh, kick flips, pop shove it, all yeah, of yeah, the main yeah. stuff. Surf shove it when I'm surfing. S- surfboards, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm very hip with the kids, and for that reason, I finally listened to Hamilton in 2018 oh fuck <laughs> we're recording this in late 2015 we should mention that yeah. very ahead of the, the game the year is
0: 2013 Jordan has uh, met a young playwright by the name of lin Miranda who <laughs> I think that was his name
1: his, his uh, he wanted to write a play he didn't know what the topic should be he didn't know be, what the topic should be and he also didn't know what rap was so yeah. I taught him what rap right, was right you taught
0: him everything he knows yeah
1: really great young talent and I think
0: now he's gonna go. Somewhere. Hamilton has become a like mid-sized
1: success <laughs> just just about to right just about to it's, it's coming up uh yeah I just cracked. Okay, I cracked wide open for I'm people unfamiliar. Fuck. I mean, what I've been not avoiding, but I've, I haven't. I've never listened to a bar of Hamilton of the actual soundtrack. The I've heard way friends that friends sing it and the like. The way that we have talked about it in the past is like
0: it. There's a with things that you can potentially like become a fan of, or when people are telling you that you should try things,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we're often hesitant to get into it because we've already got so much stuff going on. We don't have time to like take on this whole new world because we want to
1: like uh, well that perception of having the time comes from the fact that we like to delve right i don't like the surface level experience i want to either never hear a millisecond of hamilton yeah, yeah, or yeah. i want to know every single lyric to every single song right, right, right. and understand like the implications historically and which
0: is isn't necessarily, like, the contract that you're signing, but that is kind of how we think about these things sometimes. Because these boys
1: are nuts, and sometimes yeah. we do naughty things. Yeah. And um, it just so happens okay. that I finally decided that I would delve. i just All do right. it. Yeah, I saw,
0: I, You told me, you showed me that you had it downloaded offline on your, on your had phone. it for a
1: full two weeks on yeah. my phone, sitting ready to go, uh, but I finally cracked it open over the weekend. And it goes, bum, ba
2: da da and that's it
1: yeah and super short over. soundtrack yeah. uh in retrospect not really sure why you're such a big fan it's
0: i mean it's just really i have the note
1: selection oh, yeah man i'm proud of my boy lin yeah he did a good job i'm i'm so hot take alert i hamilton's good what's so funny to me is that i
0: like that there i just had such a moment of pride for for lin-manuel mm. miranda i
1: guess and then also you no, Lynn, he finally cracked it. Yeah, <laughs> he was waiting for my approval. I think.
0: yeah, no, it's it's weird. Listens to
1: my brother and my brother and me. I'm sure he would like the show.
0: yeah. yeah. I oh, he would t- you know he's the I think he might be the dream guest.
1: oh, absolutely. yeah, especially yeah. now,
0: especially now, <laughs> especially since Justin Timberlake is gone and been replaced <laughs> with Sean Mendes. <laughs> since
1: he's passed away, Sean is yet to accept our offer to become the new day right, to become the new jt. Uh, I think right now, Lynn, my mom, Miranda, might be the current jt. I'm I nuts. Um, he's, he, I think he's
0: more than that. I, I really th- think that's Jesus. selling him short.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like he's more than the Dalai Lama. He is God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait.
0: So, holy shit. I, I'm just processing this. So, you listen to Hamilton. Mm-hmm. What was, what was like, what was the experience of listening? Like, what was the environment like that you? You've were never in? listened to anything before.
1: <laughs> Uh, you want yeah, me to like, explain what, what it's like to hear was there this What was the stimulus like when it vibrated your eardrums? <laughs> I, I was so shocked. I'm <laughs> yeah. very confused. I was wearing headphones, which I've never done before, and nobody else around me could appear to hear the song. At some point, I thought maybe Lynn was nearby that singing That just doesn't it. make sense. Very confusing. Um, but I, I kicked it off. I went through chronologically the whole show in one sitting in yeah. one uh, Sunday afternoon, basically because I'd been told repeatedly by you... Uh, fan and friend Lauren, uh, Alexis, also a listener, repeatedly yeah, yeah, yeah. told that the narrative does carry. Yes, it's, absolutely. You may be missing some of the, the binding agent, but ultimately the show tracks into the official soundtrack. So you Hamilton is like. a sung through musical. So save
0: for like one piece and all of the visuals, obviously, the entire
1: musical is on the soundtrack. Yeah. It flowed very well. Um, enjoyed the characters. Yeah. I have my favorites. I have my less than favorites. Oh, I
0: want to hear this.
1: Um, I like Hurt Keith Mulligan not, a lot.
0: This is, of course, uh, this is not going to become the Hamilton cast. We will have one of those, but uh, this is early. This is a first tape.
1: Yeah, this is, uh, we'll use this as a reference point for 10 episodes down the line when I have memorized everything and we can do our official Hamilton, it's Hamilton true. cast. Yeah. Uh, with Lauren, presumably. Yeah. That would be very mean to leave her out of that. Right. Uh, but yeah, first thing I did. After I listened to the full soundtrack, I got home and I learned the first two tracks on piano.
0: Oh, of course. I was just like,
1: especially um, Aaron Bursa. Aaron Bursa has this gorgeous, like, three part seventh melody thing and yeah. a, a progression oh, oh yeah it's so good yeah again hot take alarm hamilton's good yeah uh alex lackamore i
0: think the guy who did the uh the music for for hamilton like the, the hamilton's just like really impressive it's just a it's a, if you haven't heard of hamilton or if you don't know why it's as good as it is how are you still listening it's, <laughs> it's the perfect like it's the perfect mixture of like a bunch of different media worlds it's like pop culture hip-hop and in like musical theater and and it respects like all of those things equally
1: and like mashes them together and has mastered the craft in each case exactly it's exactly. clearly a very well-constructed musical i assume a very well crafted stage play yeah it is it's incredible like the,
0: the the visuals of hamilton are really really good um, oh, my gosh. And that's a
1: hot take. Again, we're known for being rebels. We're known for is, fighting back against the status the quo. The year is
0: 2013, and <laughs> I just don't know that this will ever reach a wide audience. Yeah. But we're here to say our early pick, our up-and-comer, our breakthrough
1: star... Uh, this is Hamilton Yeah, congratulations Lynn, Lynn. I think it was I've, Lynn Manuel Lynn Manuel Veranda
0: <laughs> Lynn Manuel Verdana
1: <laughs> Welcome on the show anytime Please come on the show Please come uh, on the show We'll shoot it just like this and you'll sit between us yes. And we'll talk about how you'll we recently on... listened to your opus <laughs> Yeah, we,
0: you'll sit on our collective lap Yeah,
1: I lie across it That's yeah. what the wide angle's for Right To get all the Miranda um, <laughs>
0: The full veranda.
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was pretty much my week, thinking about Hamilton and thinking about how much humble pie I'll need to eat in a single swallow. None, none. Uh, I think everyone's just really happy. I never said it was bad. No, you never said it was bad. I
0: think everyone's just excited now to be able to engage with you about it. Uh, yeah,
1: don't do that. Don't tweet me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just don't add just me. know that I like it okay and let that be isolated how was my week huh so uh i had <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so i do you want to
1: actually we can just cut in me asking you, i'll do the face again oh yeah i like this yeah yeah there do we go Do you want to just do it live do the my face. my voice my accent as i open my mouth and right. ask you how your week was yeah yeah
2: hey jervis uh how was your week man
1: Oh. Yeah. Interesting blend of archetypes there. Yeah. Started kind of cool action start, right. ended nervous surfer. Yeah. Nerfer? Yeah, nerfer.
0: His name is Ted Nerfer, the Nervous Surfer.
2: (laughs) Hey, bro, I'm I'm Ted 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 Nerfer, Nerfer, the the Nervous nervous Surfer. (laughs) Still learning to stand. Oh, Uh, boy. Those waves look real big. (laughs) I'd love to shred the gnar, but that sounds violent. I like California, but this is a bit much.
0: Dude, I like this guy a lot. Uh, So my week has been a lot. It's just been uh, a lot of work stuff. Um. I made a video on Monday, and at the end of the video, I was like, You know what the video is about Um, long term goals and why I think that we have like a harm we often frame long term goals in this very harmful way. Um, But at the end of the video, I'm like, I'll see you tomorrow because I was like, Surely I'm going to be able to make another video.
1: This is oh, this is the first episode we've recorded since the uh, Exodus. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) I guess last
1: week. Wow, last week it feels like such a
0: long period of time has passed. It's Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. We're recording this on a Friday. This week was pretty was pretty super busy with work. The previous week, I put out four YouTube videos in one week. Yes, uh, which was first uh, time ever. First time ever. What's the most you've done in a week prior to that? Too um, got to be two, I think. But yeah, I was really really proud of myself, and 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 I wanted to challenge
1: myself creatively to do that, and I. I think I learned a lot mm. from that. Also, I really don't want to undersell this. Not just four videos in a week, four videos back to back days, correct? Back to back days, and then, and then a meetup, and then a meetup. So the
0: videos were like all like I woke up like at five thirty or six in the morning, like wrote them, and uh, like filmed them and edited them like by like ten a.m. or so that day. So it was like a real creative exercise for me uh, to try and make my like as well produced a video as i could because mm. i don't want to just make like hey guys um it's me it's just it's oh it's like 5 30 i just wanted to like talk about some stuff that's on my mind i like wanted to have it be like scripted i wanted to have it have sketches well
1: you met and exceeded in many cases the jarvis johnson video standard you right. didn't like compromise on the right aesthetic right. or the writing yeah, yeah, quality yeah. or the length to yeah. get those four videos out it's just like four videos that typically take you a week exactly, but yeah. in 4 days. And so really what it taught me is that a lot of a
0: lot of that is mental uh and I I put up a lot of arbitrary roadblocks that prevent me from normally making stuff on a quicker cadence. So I want to use the lessons from that to one know that this is a tool in my toolkit and two to um continue to hone like my, my skill set for creating things. Cause hmm. the way I, I am big on tools and workflow. Um, and for me, the production aspect of it, like I just am getting better at doing things quicker in premiere. And yeah. it's like, I, I know, I know how to get the sound the way I want it faster. I know how to get the color. Cause it's like, I'm also color grading these videos and doing like sound posts. Cause I ha and, and I'm doing, uh, photography, like my thumbnails, I'm like learning about more about photography fundamentals and how to do post production on photos. And so it's a big learning experience. And I just really love making, turning tools into like an extension of myself. So that I can just do what I think rather than – or like so that the vision in my head can be like expressed rather than me fighting with
1: the tools and compromising. Turning the process into expression only. Yeah. I want to say this sentence, brain, and brain just says sentence as opposed to like passing out the letters. Exactly, exactly. uh, It's like, And we've talked extensively in the past about how the hardest part of any project, particularly a creative one, is completion. Yeah. Like ideation. It's a piece of piss. Yeah, yeah we yeah. do it too much. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why there's 17 other podcasts we also always almost made before Sad Boys. Right, right, right. But getting Sad Boys to the finish line and now getting these videos to the finish line, yeah. is the part that, that's the grind, that's the grit, that's the tedium in some cases. Exactly.
0: A, ling- a linguistics metaphor that I would make is uh, when you are learning a language, you read everything letter by letter, and then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, that's the word. Right, yeah. and when you know a language, you see the word, and you're able to chunk that word directly into your mind, and you're even able to like read words without parsing each individual letter. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want my like creative skill set to be. I want the tools to take a back seat. You want like creative phrasing, exactly.
1: I ne- I just hit the button in my brain that says produce nice. Uh, lighting environment yeah, yeah, yeah and I don't go like okay so I need a backlight and I need the yeah exactly fill light. I just go these are my four lights yeah. and instinctually they go here here here, and here
0: I go the, my soft boxes are here my windows are here let me just set up the camera here I'm going to use this lens because I want this sort of effects uh and then it's just like boom let's just go and then I'm not second guessing myself on my scripts which I typically like will send to Jordan or I'll send to other friends and I'll like pour over them YouTube is not all that serious sometimes. Uh, I, I do want to continue to do things that are higher preparedness level. Sure. I think that's another thing that I wanted to mention is like there is stuff that I can't make in a day or in a morning. Uh, but a lot of times I am producing stuff that and it's taking me way longer than I
1: want. And and so I'm just like trying to get over those mental hurdles. Hell to the end, my dude. You know what we can do? Because there's a video. Yeah. We can do our special secret handshake we always do when I congratulate you on a great video. Oh, yeah, totally. That we've rehearsed a million totally. times and we totally know.
2: Zero go- oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh uh, uh, not the orphanage. The children are all dead. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm still, okay. still okay. No My son What are the odds?
0: Uh anyway, that's our <laughs> <laughs> That's our secret handshake. Yeah, so you had a big week. After that week we had um a meetup. Uh me, yeah. Mayuko, and Joma had a meetup at Dolores Park. It went really amazingly i met a lot of cool people it was very awkward because none of us knew what we were supposed to do at a meetup um <laughs> but we made it happen and then this week just a ton of work stuff was in the air and i needed to deal with it and that's life sometimes you know mm-hmm. um and and so now it's friday and i'm looking to figure out what my next game plan is vidcon is next week it's, oh my god vidcon sure is going to hawaii the week
1: after that oh my god <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Things are happening. Yeah. Um big shout out to any Sad Boys fam going to VidCon. Oh yeah. Let us know if you're around. Maybe yeah, we can come say hi. We're gonna be staying I'm at the Hyatt. Yeah, I think you're at the Hyatt as well. I'm at a
0: uh, Airbnb actually. We'll moving maybe creators. at the Hyatt for some Epis. Oh we'll be oh yeah, I'll be like
1: frequently like at the Hyatt. So... so yeah, give us a shout if you're around, if you're a creator, if you're an industry person, if yeah. you're a community person. Come hang out. Come be friends. So um I guess we should jump into the topic, Jordan. I guess we could do sad boys.
0: I guess we could do the podcast that we do. <laughs> We've done
1: the rest do we wanna, of the okay, stuff. Okay,
0: let's do one of those cool ads for uh, for I don't know iTunes reviews that that we're
1: so well known for. Yeah, absolutely. Just seamlessly in just, one take. Just easy. seamlessly
0: in one take. Yeah, easy
1: per usual. You know, similar to our handshake. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Okay. Um, uh,
0: character suggestion far away. Um. So you're going to be a a
1: guy who works at store okay that's fun that's and, an interesting can I do like a couple of weeks of method training yeah yeah, you can do a couple of weeks of method training we'll come back right. in a few weeks we're back we're back that sucks not, go. <laughs> not good I uh very bad at it okay well now I'm speaking from real experience I was a terrible store worker oh really I was just atrocious I mean it came from the fact that I at the time was you know 15 16 no previous yeah, work yeah, experience yeah. I know work grit or commitment right but I just could not get on board with the idea that The thing that I do might impact other people's jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be like, oh, we need to do an inventory check of the store. And you're like, hmm, but what if I just didn't do it? Right. Life hack. Life hack. Walk around like you're doing the inventory,
0: but don't Don't, actually do it. Don't actually do it
1: because (laughs) it takes the same
0: amount of time
1: (laughs) and the same amount of effort. But the man isn't in control. Right, right, right.
0: I'm in control of my own destiny. What's
2: that? I'm fired immediately? Of course. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. that
1: makes sense.
0: So you're a store worker mm-hmm. and who am I?
1: Um you're probably just like you're an alien that's invading under the guise of a regular human being trying to gather information about the earth. Easy. Easy. I know that like the back of my hand. Of course. Like kind it, of too well. Yeah, not like I'm <clears throat> actually that or anything. What a great infiltration method this would be. Yeah. Make good friends with a regular human, and I am a regular Joe. You're making a
0: strong case for not being that.
1: <laughs> and then uh, try and figure out what makes people upset or, or human right. by doing a show about feelings. All right, cool. So, and the, and the, the premise
0: is uh, you were trying to. Wait, which of us is trying to pitch eye interviews? Oh, um,
2: probably me. Okay. All right. In this <clears throat> case. Hello there. I am totally human and would like to buy a item from uh, your store. Hello sir. Welcome to Big Big Boys Buying Barn. Oh, you look familiar. Are you the nervous surfer? Yeah. I had to take a step down I was shredding the gnar but it was too gnarly so on the weekends I work here at uh, the store whose name I just said that I remember I remember it as well it is the store the store very minimalist yes um would you do you have with you a cool boys I reviewed sad boys on iTunes card that gives you 25% off I let me check my wallet Oh, it's it so seems... S- why is that- it so slimy? Don't mind that. <laughs> you it- pulled it out of your leg. What do you know? It seems that I've left my loyalty card at home. <laughs> do you have any extras for me? Oh, wait, there's an alien behind you. You are a regular guy. <laughs> what a weird coincidence.
1: Hey, how's
0: it going?
2: Oh, hey, what's up? Wow, this alien's
1: really good at what he does. I'm, uh... Yeah, uh... I'm just totally a guy. Um... And not an alien at all. But that guy is pretty fucking weird, right? And seen, And you should definitely review the show on iTunes right now. Thanks. Out of interest, what would your name be for the alien boy? The alien name? His name was uh, Glurt. I like that.
0: Yeah. That's kind of cute. Yeah. The, I'm Glurt. That's like the... Or is it, I'm Glurt. Oh, shit. Yeah, because I thought in that, uh, the the guy who was per-
1: perfectly normal was the alien, and the other guy was just an guy named Chris. I think Glurt would be... The nervous surfer equivalent alien. Oh, right. Kind of right. a dorky guy. And then maybe,
2: uh, Farks. He's oh, yeah. the cool guy. Yeah. These, these waves are really, um, kind of big. I really didn't expect this from Norflon 5. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about the lava pits, but this much? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <well>, obsidian. <laughs> One
1: moment. I have to turn off the fan. Vamp. Right. We, Just do like both sides of the conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. So, um, would you like to hear a song
0: about the Battle of New Orleans? Uh, it's a song that I learned when I was in my eighth grade U.S. history class. And it goes a little something like this. <clears throat> in 1814, we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi. We took a little bacon and we took a little beans and we fought the bloody British in a town in New Orleans. And that's the story of Sad Boys.
1: And that was me singing that? You would, That was my... Part of the conversation right yeah i have an embarrassingly small understanding of american history i'm so oh, sorry oh
0: it's okay what was I, that
1: battle about uh mm. <laughs> who did we get good qu- good
0: question <laughs> fighting
1: together i assume
0: uh yeah I, i'm not entirely sure to be completely honest <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember i remember the song not and i remember some of the you know characteristics of the battle do not know why it happened
1: <laughs> from, from a first person experience yeah. you were there i was there. just not really sure why yeah
0: because I'm dumb.
1: <laughs> and you have low self-esteem. Segway. Boom. Seamless Segway. Seamless. I wonder how many of our Segways are just me or you saying the name of the topic <laughs> yeah, in the like, middle of a conversation and going, like, Segway. Yeah. I mean- <laughs>
0: we're, like, uh, we're like talking about aliens. And
1: then it's like, so
0: today we're talking about something else. Um,
1: uh, but today we are talking about something else. True. What are we talking about? Oh, give me a, Are we um, good?
0: But Oh, yeah, we're good. It just can only record for 30 minutes at a time. Uh, which is a thing that everybody does who does these video podcasts, so it's
1: totally in the canon. Today we are talking about self-esteem, having it, not having it, how to get it, question mark, where to put it, question mark, definitely exclamation mark. Yeah, you definitely put it in your pocket,
0: and you carry it around <laughs> Lock it. everywhere. You put, you carry it around like a cool boy's, sad boy's, 20% off card. Um. So self-esteem is... Noun. <laughs> self-esteem me for me is something that no, I don't think. Webster's <laughs> dictionary defines self-esteem as. So, I I think of self-esteem and confidence much in the same way. It's like how much how much do you h- hold yourself up, right? Sure. Like because there's internal validation and there's external validation. There's the world validating your existence, and then you, there's you trying to validate your own existence and we need like a balance there right because if you are too far on the external side then you become kanye Mm -hmm. uh or no that's i'm sorry if you're too far on the external side then if you're too far on the internal side then you become kanye right and And you
1: require no external you require no
0: external and if you're too far on the external then you are basically relinquishing all of your emotions and valid
1: validity to other people Mm mm-hmm um what would be an equivalent of that? Mm. Um I suppose maybe a who's a slimy politician who just needs everybody to love him. I mean I
0: mean the president of the United States of America? Can I yeah. I, I yeah, I mean kind of like that uh that person does a lot of like basically everything they do is for people to externally validate that they are good.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily need to be everyone. It just needs to be the subset of people that you have validated as it matters what you think of me. And so where self-esteem comes in is
0: I think it's healthy to have a balance here um, because you don't want to become conceited, but you also don't want to just completely be depressed and out of control of your own emotions. And and I think that self-esteem happens when you're a little
1: like you don't have enough internal validation for yourself. Interesting. You think it's specifically internal? Like, self-esteem is the bolster you get from internal confidence? I, I think so. I think that's how I think about it. I dig that. Like, I dig that very for much me, so.
0: I, I guess with my own journey with self-esteem, I have often not had self-esteem. Like, I've been very self-conscious and very, mm. you know, not confident in myself. Um, and over the years and throughout the, like the journey of like living my life, I've become far more confident and, and brought like, and the way that I saw that was I care too much about what other people think of me Mm. and I need to care more about what I think of me and I need to be more, you know, confident in my, my own. I need to love myself more and, and be like, just know inherently that I am like a valid
1: person to exist. You have implicit value regardless of what you do or what people say about you. Exactly. Like Jarvis Johnson, on paper, good. And I will say he can get better. Yes. He can get worse.
0: But neutral Jarvis is just a thumbs but up. But even when you say that, I'm like uncomfortable with it, yeah. which speaks like the like which is Buck Wild, like yeah. the concept that I'm, I like cringe a little bit when I have to, when I say that. Like, no, I'm a valid person.
1: I I'm like a perfectly <laughs> adequate human being. Yeah. Um, how much of, do you, of that, I mean, I'm sure there's a million contributing factors that we'll get into, but how much of that do you think comes from a self-consciousness about, uh, around even acknowledging it? Like, mm. I believe that about yeah. myself, but when I externalize it, it seems smug.
0: Oh, for me, huge. That's a huge part of it. Because I don't want to seem conceited. I think... Because
1: that could affect the way people perceive you externally. Exactly. Because,
0: because when I was a kid, I was like super externally validated. And I think the way that that would surface is that I would brag a lot about things that I did or my accomplishments or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then someone called me out on it and it like made me very self-conscious. And then I kind of like went too far the other way. I believe we talked about this exact interaction before. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. This, this was how old? Oh, this must have been like five or six. That's or super seven. formative. Seven, Yeah. Yeah, Children so, are so powerful. I know, yeah. <laughs> you can Children define are very powerful. somebody's like, internal dichotomy with one comment. Yeah, you could like... If 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 we were like the if we were adults and like the the bodies of like children like if we were infiltrating the minds or controlling like oh the little my goodness android seven year olds then we could fuck some people up
1: oh yeah you could make somebody Batman or you could make them an emotional wreck yeah I guess yeah that's yeah. kind of the same thing uh, <laughs> uh, a Batman is actually a great example of somebody that is too internally validated yeah. <laughs>
2: what do you mean what do I mean hey I'm gonna punch this guy because I want to and I do, can do do.
0: I'm just thinking of that scene from Batman versus Superman where it's like the fight scene and it's just punches. Yeah, and it's slowing down. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. Superman
1: regains his power. Who did a
0: um I want to say like Nerdwriter did a video essay about fight scenes in DC movies. Yes, very uh, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: how about you Jordan? How do you think about Self esteem. So, my definition would line up perfectly. I especially like the idea of self esteem being more the result of internal validation and not external validation. Right. My question to you, and, and I'm, I'm mentioning this only because I'm chewing on it right now and I'm not right, really right, sure, right. is what percentage at, let's say, child, teen, current, child, teen, adult Jarvis? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. I see. What percentage internal do you? require and what percentage external do you require i guess the percentage being like which one you value more oh yeah I, I, I fill see, up my bucket with 60 percent internal oh i so see i need 40% well, external. like
0: my my loadout like of like internal versus external i think when i was a kid was like 90 10 90 internal external like i or i I don't like so the way i think of it is like i had no internal validation right so i needed all this i needed 90 percent external I feel you. Uh, to fill up that 100 percent, and then uh and then when I was a teenager, it was, like, maybe 20, 80, 30, 70 or something. But even up until high school, I don't think it was until college that I started to climb back into, like, having some sort of internal validation. And and now I think I'm – I don't even want to give myself I – th- I think I'm 60, 40. I think I'm 60/40 and I want to be 50/50. So I'm 60 external. I still care a little bit too much about what people think about me uh and I still can't give myself the benefit of the doubt a little too often. Mm. Uh and I want to get to the place where there's the ebb and flow. If someone gives me criticism, I want to be able to internalize that without like taking it as a slight against my person. And sure. and I also um want to like have a good idea and be able to believe it's a good idea and like not let anything deter me from from that because sure the other way is like i could get really i used to be able to get really excited about a project and then someone will be like but but no right and i'd be like definitely yeah, no way yeah no way and then i would just never Unless, do it do
1: you not like it because i don't if you don't but if you do I'm, i love it but it, i don't exactly don't. that's exactly that's exactly what it was like for me so yeah. how about how about you um bizarrely almost the exact mirror Mm. Uh, which I think is a better explanation of our dynamic than like twins. People that- often go for brothers. It's closer to like exact opposite with all of the essential features. The right,
0: same. right, right. We are like the um, you were like the villain uh, oh, thank you. in Already. my
2: history, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, which is a Hamilton reference. Uh, which I understood, Lynn. So, so like, yeah, you were like the
1: venom to my Spider Man oh fuck yeah i'll take that one yeah, yeah Oh yeah. could have been anyone could have been Doc Ock. could have been vulture yeah i'll yeah, take yeah. venom yeah, yeah i'm yeah. the tom hardy thank yeah, you right, right And some right. like him you said as well mm. next question i forget it edit that in you open your mouth <laughs> you're talking to the computer you yeah, computer. <laughs> edit that in enhance. <laughs> enhance compliment um
0: so you started out more internally validated so you were like a little pompous boy <laughs> I, was a little, I
1: was a pompous young prince um no i think i've been very fortunate Uh, in most of my life to feel quite internally validated. Mm. And like any person, like any human being, there have been huge wavering effects, right? Like external impacts have affected how internally validated I feel. Yes, yes, yes. But I I think it was very fortunate to have uh, Joy Cope, listener, fan, also part-time mother of me. Part-time. When she she can find the time, she's also, she's mainly a listener and a fan, but also found the time to raise me. Right. (laughs) Thanks, Joy. It's amazing. Um, She maybe the greatest gift she ever gave me was a feeling that no matter what other people thought of me, right. I still had inherent value. Yeah, and yeah, that's big. It, that's given me so much. It's allowed yeah. me to, to care about projects when other people have invalidated yeah. them, and it's given me the chance to feel confident about choices I've made when the major benefits and external validation may be years down the line. Can I? Can I make a weird metaphor? So I was thinking no. about... Uh, You you may not
0: make it. I was thinking about what you said. (laughs) I was thinking about what you said, and, like, it made me think about how these things aren't particularly static. Like, this external-internal divide uh, isn't static even in a given moment. So, it's like, if I'm Mm 50-50, does that mean that I'm truly 50-50? Or does it mean that, like, I'm 50-50 right now, but the, like, threshold... Where I snap into like a 90 10. Yeah. Like what does that look like? And the way I think about this, and in in your experience, you had like this foundational building of internal validation. Um I think of it as like how ice freezes. Like you you like are layering like little bits of water and then like freezing it into mm-hmm. like this foundational layers of ice. Whereas I feel like I'm uh I'm like an ice cube like i i like placed in like the full 50% of water and i'm freezing it and it's like hard at the top but if you like poke through it it's still just like cold water down there yeah. and it can and and if and i have this like hard ice block of external validation that can just like
1: right. as soon as that take block over. is cracked it crumbles entirely and it's all water and
0: so what i'm trying to build i'm like working backwards i'm trying to build out that foundation on the internal side that's how it feels cuz i i feel like there's a i can say that i'm forty or i'm 50-50 but Catch me outside.
1: (laughs) How about that? (laughs)
0: uh, Catch me like in the wrong mood or on the wrong day Mm -hmm. or in like a negative thought spiral. And I can easily snap into like an
1: 80-20. Interesting. Yeah. I definitely relate to that. Uh, I think type of trigger is also a major contributor. right? Right. Like I happen to feel very externally validated about like my height uh, in no part of me feels insecure right. about how tall I am. Right, right, right. And if somebody tries granted, to even absolutely, somebody tries to zing me with that, there's just no world where I can yeah, care about yeah, yeah. it. Like you could, if somebody's six eight, huh, short ass. I'm like, no, six is great. Yeah. I just about fit under doors. I right. very rarely hit lamps. People yeah. seem to dig it, and I can reach stuff.
0: And, and you actually are. I think we're both in the sweet spot. I'm six one. You're six three. It's great. Where. We actually get all the benefits of being tall with none with none of the detriments. Like, yeah. if you're 6'8", then shit's hard for you in some
1: cases. So it starts Usually, to go yeah. the other way. Um, you can, like, the oxygen's thinner. That's a major problem. That's 6'8". Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, also, at that height, you can actually see through time to your right. own death, yeah. which I think is a negative. It's, yeah, that's pretty negative. But you're saying that um, you
0: there are these things that you are just internally validated about that are
1: unshakable things, foundational things That's exactly right. Whereas there may be triggers in both of our cases, be it like a physical trait that we feel insecure about, or most commonly for me, uh, a criticism that was levied at me when I was very young, a little like your five-year-old person defining your entire emotional (laughs) state for the rest of your life, uh, where somebody will reference like maybe... Uh, I could be a little bit of a pompous kid right? because of that secure internal validation. Totally. Somebody calls me like arrogant. Yeah. I trigger straight to like, I'm sorry, yeah, fuck, yeah I feel yeah, so yeah. bad about that. And quite often arrogance or like confidence and comfort can be misinterpreted for arrogance. But right. even if that's the case, I will default to, I'm so sorry, this, yeah. I'm an idiot, I'm trying to be kind, I'm trying to... Yeah. Another common one for me is uh, making offensive jokes or jokes that just tip over the line that's something i used to do a lot when i was like 15 and was criticized rightfully for yeah something i very rarely do now i try and be as cognizant as possible yeah but one in every 50 times i will do it yeah and as soon as it happens even if the person's wrong i'm like, i I fucked it yeah
0: it's like you're you're sensitive to these things because you're aware of them and when they come out you don't want to be taken you don't want to be represented by that action you want to say like this is a one percent occurrence this is like a 0.5 percent occurrence Mm. but when it comes out it can be really you like want to you want to say like oh this isn't me like this isn't this is like such a rare thing now because i've been working on this for so long and i have i have a lot of things i have a lot of things like that where it's like i used to get really upset and angry and stuff and it's like some of those things can still happen but they're so rare now that when they happen i'm like i'm i want i don't want to be around the world because i'm I'm like, no, 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 this is like this needs to like go back where it came sure. from,
1: you know? Um and it's often very difficult to delineate between things that you feel that you require external validation to validate. Yeah. Like, hey, your work quality and project right. quality and things that you are receiving critical feedback on, great. Yeah. That's something that the rest of the world judges, and that is what makes it valid. Yeah. Like if you make a video that's just for you. Yeah. That's fine, but yeah. your goal is for people to watch it and like it.
0: Right, and <laughs> and, so, uh, and so there are things that start to, like, with that, there are things that start to shake my confidence, right? Like, um, when I put out uh, a video about our birthday trip, mm. right, on, on my YouTube channel, I knew when I was making it, this is for me, and it's not going to do well, like, from a numbers perspective. But still, when it, like, didn't do well from a numbers perspective, I was just like, ugh.
1: <laughs> I understand but I still want it.
0: Or when someone uh comments on something that's like particularly I don't know, it hits on something that I am, like a weakness that I do hold, then it it sh- it makes me think like, well, am I bad? Yeah. Like maybe I am.
1: Because this is the thing I would hear if I was. <laughs> yeah, because this is the
0: thing that I would hear if I was. That's a really good way of putting it. The tricky it.
1: thing about being bad or being good is that they sound the same. <laughs> yeah. I think the
0: way, I, I think the same way that with your height you have this like foundational confidence that is, that is unshakable, you can have the same in the opposite you can have the opposite of confidence yes. in a very foundational way so
1: extreme sensitivity
0: when when someone compliments or i think i think of it like this like if if someone says you did a really good job on something that you are self-conscious about it's really hard for you to accept that something compliment you know what in, i mean
1: it can't be validated it can't be validated.
0: yeah it's like this is a bad song like if you Yuck. make a song and you're like this is bad and i hear it you're like I, you just good. don't understand it's like why no, 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 it's bad. No, it's just really bad. And you don't it, see the
1: nuances that I do. Yeah, so it yeah. kind of it can go both ways in that regard. What would you say are relatively uncommon traits in both camps that you hold? Something mm-hmm. that you feel very internally validated about that you don't think most people do, mm-hmm. and something that you struggle to feel externally validated in that other people may be able to. Oh, that's that's a really tough question. Um, so we can take another five-year break like we did between the lindman segment and this one
0: yeah i i might need that i might need that um i don't know i don't know that mine are particularly like rare or unique i think that's that's the part that i'm getting hung up on like it doesn't need
1: to be too unique i I would just eliminate like height as an example Sure, sure sure yeah pretty common i
0: think that i'm like i think that i'm Really confident in my ability to like pick up skills that I don't have, like uh, that's certainly not common. Right, right, right. And so um, for me, I think when I when I, I this is the like the worst aspect of this quality is that like I see someone do something and I'm like I could do that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then I have to prove that I can do it. And sometimes I can, and it doesn't it doesn't like that doesn't really help the problem. But I I, I but I think that there is a way to harness it, which is like being able to learn learn from people from all over and, like, try to emulate uh, them and having enough confidence to not say, oh, I could never do that, but to sure. say, like, how do I get there? Like, re- really? Like, what does that path look like? What is my aptitude for this? Like, let's find out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's a thing where I'm, like, very unwavering um, in my ability to, like, make something happen or make something work. Um, think that. And then on the other side... Uh, the other side was something that is like, yeah, no matter what. Um, it's very hard
1: to be validated externally. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think uh, I think it's creative stuff. Like, yeah, it's. I think it's really hard for me to. I'm getting better at it, and I think it's valuable to improve this in my my ability to accept to hear things positively. But. Um, I'm definitely the guy who's like scrolling through a thousand positive comments and sees one negative one and goes, no, that's the one. That's sure. the one that knows what
1: it's about. Yeah. Uh, and these other ones are like, whatever. I mean, it's always difficult to shed something like that because there are benefits to being very stubborn yeah, in yeah. Your, in your self-critique. You know, if all boats rise with the water, right? Like if you right. get better at making content... You're going to feel better about it, and you're going to receive more external validation. Right, right. Whereas if you just hear that external validation, ignore every negative comment, you're not going to improve. Uh, so, lightning round,
0: Jordan. I want to hear.
1: I want to hear these from you, and then we should uh, get into our our pen pal for the day. Sure, wrap sure. Um, lightning round. So first one
2: is
1: something that I feel. Phrase it for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this, this Phrase is this is my own question uh, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah.
0: So so first something that you feel like you don't need that you don't need you have a lot of internal validation for.
1: Yeah. Uh, something I feel like I have a lot of internal validation for, uh, occasionally to a fault. Yeah. In fact, often to a fault right. would be my skill set. Mm. Kind of in an, an yeah, interesting yeah, inverse yeah. of what you were yeah. saying. My skill set and areas of expertise and in reverse areas i don't know and things i don't understand right i will often discount as that's just not a jordan thing oh okay yeah. i just hey i see the kid rocks at this stuff i'm amazing at this stuff right right all of that other stuff i sacrificed to be amazing at these things
0: these are mine and those are yours i i did that when i was um whenever i would fail publicly i would try to discount like i'd be like losing at mario kart and be like well i'm this isn't i don't really like this game yeah i'm I'm
1: divorcing myself from the probability that i ever could have been good
0: right okay because you don't because then no one can judge your performance you you set expectations in like this very defensive way i didn't fail
1: because of my lack of aptitude or commitment it's
0: because this isn't a thing i care about
1: yeah this isn't a thing i this isn't a thing for me i think part of that for me actually comes from uh growing up with eds there were just a bunch of physical activities I wasn't allowed to do. I mm-hmm. wasn't allowed to play any contact sports. Right. And I wasn't really allowed to, I wasn't really able to run so anything that required a lot of running was very difficult for me. Started swimming and all of a sudden that was something that worked for me so I got yeah. into this mindset where certain exercises and certain activities are for the kid. Right. Other things are for other people and yeah. if I ever try something new and I'm not good at it that's because it's not meant for me. Right,
0: right. And how about the, the opposite where um, no matter what
1: like people say, you can't really like accept it. Can't really accept it. Um, creativity is a really obvious yeah, one yeah, yeah. for me as well. Uh, but to be to go more specific inside of that vein, if yours is video making, yeah, mine would be writing. Mm, uh, mm. I'm writing a lot more lately. I, I used to right. write a ton just for fun and never do anything with it. But with the show that I'm working on, yeah. recording this Sunday, I'm very excited. Oh. You'll be hearing more about it soon. Sure, yes. Sure. Um, but whenever it comes to to writing something. I will often feel confident about what I produce. It's also stretches right. to music in some cases. I will share it, and the second I receive positive feedback, my estimations about it go down the tubes. Yeah. It's like neutral once I've made the thing. Right. Soon as it goes out there and somebody likes it, yeah. it's worse than I ever thought it was.
0: Oh, that's that's fascinating. Because
1: <laughs> and it it seems passively insulting like oh you think this is good right it must suck no that's not it at all it's yeah. just that as soon as it enters the public sphere yeah there's a part of my brain somewhere deep in my psyche that goes like right this isn't now just your little song you make this yeah, isn't yeah, like yeah. the silly little thing you put together yeah. on a sunday this is now music. Yeah. It has entered music and must now be compared to all other music ever made. Yeah. Must be compared to all other screenplays ever written. This is now a podcast. <laughs> this is
2: officially
0: now a podcast. So uh here's the thing. I we one thing we haven't really touched on is like physical appearance. We re, we we did a little bit, and I think a lot of times self, self-esteem.
1: As did, you can see, thanks to the video.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um uh self like appearance is something that I really struggled with, and I think it took a long time, and it took a long time and sort of conditioning and hearing from friends and stuff that I am, you know, have inherent – I do have inherent yeah. value. Uh, and I I, I want to speak to that a little bit. And maybe we'll talk about – I think we should talk about physical appearance in a completely separate episode of Sad Boys. Totally. And I think this conversation was great. And if you want to see another episode on this topic, let us know in the comments, which is the thing we can say. Or uh, hit us up in the normal places, sadboyspod.com, on Twitter, at sadboyspod, and sadboyspod at gmail.com. And if you just
1: wish really hard, we'll probably hear it. Yeah. Wish or, upon
0: a star, wish upon uh, that bit of the turkey bone you get. Yeah, save, uh say Justin three times. Um, <laughs> but you don't know who you're going to get. Or
1: what location. <laughs> now, we have a pen pal today that Whoa, we want to read. We do. From our good friend, Kwesi Y., Mm, Quessy, uh, glasses, glasses. Do I have my glasses? I have my glasses. Put There's on my the glasses. glasses. Uh, now. Do I want to do a voice for Quessy? Uh no. You sure? Because I like have like all these voices prepared. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah no. kind of give, us a, give us a give us a voice. Give us a voice. Okay. Um. I'm going to do Jordan Cope this time. All right. But I have other voices for Got a it. different, yeah, different no, no, occasion. No, totally. Uh, this, I've been practicing this for uh, 24 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cressy writes in to say, uh, pen pals, this is the subject line, so, super sorry that it's so long. Cressy, no sweat, my dude. No worries. <laughs> it's very welcome. Uh, and it's a great email. Um, hey Jarvis and Justin, brackets Jordan, thanks <laughs> It's always helpful Yeah, let him know Because <laughs> I get confused, I read this and I'm like, Justin, well, I, should I forward mm. this to Lynn, the new Justin? Hey, oh wait, do we have Diva <laughs> We have a live Diva A live Diva okay. this, this is Jordan's cat me. Diva oh, If you ever hear a rustling, okay, well <laughs> if you ever Diva likes it, to just sit down, wherever the fuck she wants She acts like the podcast is a video podcast every time She yeah, likes she to get right in the action Yeah uh, she loves pen pals, which is why she's over here now. Right, she's reading Quessy's email. Uh, Quessy says, uh, and he's very uh, considerately split the email into section to read on the podcast, and then just nice things he said. Yeah, so, so we don't read those. <laughs> Dear fucking God, do not read those things. Uh, external validation means nothing to right, us. Right, right. Um, written as stream of consciousness a la The Kanye Method, roughly edited by Kwesi i been going back and forth on writing this. I'm a real big fan of the pod. Brackets first time, long time question mark. Yeah. Emotional pervert, sad boy. Bizarrely, I don't think I've ever seen somebody refer to themselves as a sad boy. I. We need to have more of that. Yeah. No, we're the sad boys. Okay, fine. Do you know
0: the sad boys? Put down the gun. <laughs> hey.
1: <laughs> put out a tiny brown gun. Yeah. Um. Such a big fan that about a month ago when I was trying to meet a 7.30 a.m. assignment deadline, you're giving me hives even thinking about it, Oh, my God. It, I, I've been in this situation so many times. <laughs> uh, assignment deadline, I stayed up all night programming and binging the show. Seriously think I lost my mind because by the time I turned in my assignment and sat in for class, I swear I still heard Jordan speaking to me. Uh, no, I was doing that. Yeah, yeah. I was also was under the desk.
0: <laughs> yeah, you he, he might have said Justin a few times and then Jordan oh, popped under the desk. Classic. What yeah, a mistake. it's a classic mistake.
1: i got to say, it's really inconveniencing me. I'll just be honest on a date or getting dinner or watching a movie and right. then all of a sudden I'll be in a location often right. with somebody looking into a mirror
0: and then you'll be saying something that was related to the conversation you were having yeah and then it interrupts questions test helps me travel though yeah it's true <laughs> you have lots of frequent flyer miles <laughs> um
1: what the hell am I uh do you ever notice that when you read these emails you remember that you haven't like read anything for 15 right. years <laughs> yeah,
2: it's true <laughs> I'm like oh yeah reading out loud yeah
1: I thank god I went to some of my school um, Simon, blah, 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 blah. seriously, I, think I lost my mind. I could still hear Jordan talking to me. Sorry for making it weird. A twelve-hour stint and a seven-thirty a.m. class does that to a guy. Understandable. Anyway, so I'm going to be super senior college student. It's like you take an extra year sometimes. Oh, super senior, cool. Um, senior It's cool. It's totally student. normal, by the way. And it presumably comes with powers. Very yeah. excited about that. Um, super, sand, super senior, super <laughs> senior, super senior. Uh, college student, and my major is computer science. Hey, hey, I didn't know you were a Nerd, quasi. <laughs> I mean, try film if you want to be a cool guy. Turn okay? off the podcast. <laughs> Dork. Dork. Uh, no, very cool. Lots of cool people do that. Um, one cool person doesn't do it, obviously. Right. Uh, good news. The cool I actually... person who does is Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah, he pivoted in an interesting direction. Yeah. Um, good news. I actually enjoy the subject matter. Hooray. Bad news. I'm bad at it. Like real fucking bad. Right. Bad like, at computer science. He says. Mm. Okay. Not. Too bad because I help people debug and can explain some concepts to people. Right. Sounds like you might be good at computer science. Right. Um, (laughs) On paper though, on tests, I panic and I feel lost and I turn it in and do bad. I mean we can this could be an entire episode. Yeah. But I mean your ability to test is a different skill. It's like being able to write music and play jazz live. Your ability to produce in a in a high pressure situation and format it in a way that tracks i mean yeah i'm I'm taking a cs test but i would assume that there are practices exclusive to the testing environment that aren't something you would use in a work environment right 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 right. well yeah there's a lot to testing that is not related to work or even in formal education to be honest which has caused me to fall behind on my original class may 2018 and have to hopefully make the December 2018 class or be forced into 2019 I was wondering if you guys have dealt with being able unable to perform in certain contexts like do the- you Like you totally think you understand you get tested and then grades return and it makes you feel stupid. It's sort of too late for me because my GPA is in the gutter and I'm working on getting it to look good for employers. You just have to be good at CS, right? Yeah, People just like it if you're good at computer science. Yeah, people just like it if you can do the work. Uh, But maybe my question can help someone else. I think my problem is that I didn't consider myself a CS student or even a proper programmer until I got the official title when I switched my major. Anyways, I feel as if I'm behind the eight ball and I've still got one more semester, no worthwhile internship. This question is for both of you again And if you don't want to answer this Or attach a disclaimer to it That's cool um, What can I do to make the most of my last semester I'd love to leave my subpar Brackets future alma mater and land on my feet Hopefully shout out to Sage Hope she's super successful Shout out to Sage
0: previous pen pal Ugh. Thanks so much Quesi for writing this in Shout out to Sage Um. Okay I just want to say like it's fu- Everything's fine Everything that you're worried about right now like This is not going to be something that you think about five years from now. Uh, It's going to slowly drift away, and after you're working in industry, you're never going to think about these tests and how you're a bad test taker. You know, like or how you like it's hard for you to perform under pressure. I definitely feel that, um, and I think that there are strategies that we can talk about for performing under pressure for me i like to zoom out on how much this matters in the grand scheme of things which mm-hmm. it doesn't and if you zoom out far enough nothing does so <laughs> it like really is effective if that if that if, if that's like your uh your speed yeah um and like before i went on stage for improv i would always get like jittery and as my, my team were always like patting each other on the back going like uh you're going to do great and stuff and I would say, remember, we're all going to die, and none of those matters. Like, and that's that's a like kind of dark, but it's it. Helps. And they would ask you to stall. Yeah, they would, please. <laughs>
2: that's so horrible. Um, I'm sick. <laughs> Don't say yeah. that.
0: So I, I think just yeah, zoom out is my 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 short tip there. And then for in terms of after you graduate, it's just a whole different ball game. Um, I think that we like school kind of has this weird status associated with it, and you think that it's going to be an indicator of your long-term success, but it, because like, Oh, I'm a 2.5 student. That means that I am lowly compared to the (laughs) 3.7 students, you know? And that's like an easy trap to fall into. Uh, trust me, it, it doesn't matter. Focus on what you like doing. It sounds like you like doing the work, figure out what like parts of that you want to continue doing and find and look for jobs that like will allow you to do that and really show off the best aspect of yourself. Like if you think about it, really adulthood or, or like the workplace is us, trying to show off, like, skill sets that we do have. So mm-hmm. we don't... I, I, like, am not trying to be a rice farmer because I don't think that that's, like, a, a skill that I can can show off um, professionally. But I'm like, That's I on got, my list
1: of things that yeah. I just don't think it for me. So, I don't yeah. think I'm skilled enough. Um, fascinating that we talked about this directly after discussing self-esteem. I didn't yeah. see the, the tie so clearly. But one thing we didn't talk about with self-esteem is that moving into adulthood, your external validation has a drip effect on your internal validation. Right. Regardless of which one you think you lean into more aggressively Uh, or which one you value more, when you enter a work environment or you help somebody with their project or you uh, release some kind of creative endeavor that you've been fighting for for a long time, the external validation, while nice in the moment, very slowly builds up your internal validation. You start to feel like, oh, well... You have to I don't let know, it. Fifty people like me. Surely yeah, that you have to means let it, I'm so okay. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think
0: some people can close it off, but you can you can let it
1: in. And and the frustrating thing about that particular advice is that it, the, the timeline's long. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't promise you that it's going to convert immediately, nor can I promise you that you will even feel it. You'll just yeah. notice it in five years or so. You'll look yeah. back and go like, "Huh, that really didn't impact my overall happiness." Exactly. Something that I will the, the advice that I will give as somebody that did not study computer science because I'm a cool guy. Um, I spent roughly 25 minutes this last weekend trying to remember what I got in my final year of college. Right. Trying to remember what my grade was. Straight up couldn't remember. I'm starting to forget like A's and B's and yeah. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. I I think I I got the thing that let me get me a visa. That was pretty much all the data that I have. Reason being that all of the things that I received validation from on that course, be it the grades or the qualitative feedback or the way that people would react when they watched or read things that I made. Right hit me in the moment, and then trickled into internal validation. It became right. the way that Jordan sees himself. Yeah. And you just have to give yourself the opportunity, give yourself the time to let it trickle down. Exactly. Yeah. So,
2: Give yourself a break, Give yourself a break,
1: Questy.
0: You're going to do fine. You're going to be great. Let us know how it goes. Reach out to us in years from now and be like, mm, you were right.
1: <laughs> it turned out fine. Also, uh, to wrap it up, uh, he goes by Kyle at Starbucks, comparing it to your Seth. Wow. Congrats, Cressy. Wow. Thanks, could be Kyle. could be Sethi. <laughs> uh, Kyle Sethi. Jarvis, I'm, I'm not going to listen to this podcast anymore, but I would like to listen to follow-up ones and also learn what's going on in our lives.
0: Uh, well, you can find us on Twitter at Jarvis. That's just me, actually. You can find Jordan at Jordan Adika. I know, sometimes on your, on your Twitter account, on, too. on Twitter or Instagram. You can find us on Sad Boys
1: Pod, on Twitter. And that's enough places sure and yeah, tell us where we can find you if we want to spend time with you or listen to your podcast actually that's the homework this week i want fans and listeners of the show to tweet to the sad boys account with their creative project oh yeah what well, you like to spend your time on not even
0: creative uh just like however you like to spend your time
1: your free time yeah Tim we do have fun we do have fun do we want to sing this one yeah we're, we're gonna sing we have
0: a we end every show with a particular phrase. We've been singing it lately. No one has complained. I just don't think anyone's made it to the end of the show. Nope. (laughs) Uh, And I just called an Uber.
1: So we have one take. We've got to get out of here. Let's do it uh, to the theme of the very first track from Hamilton.
2: We We love love you. And we're sorry. sorry. Boom. Boom.
0: (laughs) All right. If you like this video version of the show, let us know. Thanks for joining.
1: Um, See ya. Thanks for watching, Lynn. (laughs) Bye.